0: You're listening to the Underdog Sports NFL Show with host Chris Horwadale and Mario Hines. Brought to you by Underdog Sports. Hey everybody and welcome to this week's episode of the Underdog NFL Show. Chris Horwadale joined by Mario Hines. Mario, good sir. You poor, poor Lions fan. How are you?
1: I know, man. Like what? It just feels like, as a Lions fan, we're yeah. better than everyone that's no longer in the playoffs. Because I can say yeah. it now, right? Because everyone's in the same boat.
0: Sure. You can say whatever the hell you want. This is your this is forum. It. Exactly. So, yeah, we're better
1: than everyone except the Niners. I mean, except the Eagles. We're better than the Niners.
0: Uh, better than the Niners? Better than the Chiefs?
1: No, the Chiefs are still in it. Anyone who's still in better, it, I want better
0: than them. So you're better than the Bengals and the Bills? Absolutely. Okay. I, Do you agree or, or disagree? Disagree firmly. Oh. But I respect the hubris. Mm, we need it going into next season. Hey, you got uh you're in a good position. You're in a really good position. And I'm crazy excited, man. I you know I had no I don't know that that I didn't have confidence in the Eagles this whole year. I'm just very naturally like, oh, something terrible is gonna happen. Something horrible. Well, something horrible did happen today. Jesus Christ. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, Josh Sills, who is a backup offensive lineman, practice squad offensive lineman for the Eagles, undrafted free agent out of Oklahoma State, was indicted for rape and and false imprisonment.
1: No, I didn't see that. That's terrible, man.
0: Yeah. So I'm hoping that by the time this is recorded, he's cut. I know that... I know that we, uh, this is one of those things where like we should wait and see what happens. But quite frankly, like we saw what happened with the Matariza thing. We waited to see what was going to happen and nothing happened because the prosecutor didn't want to risk losing. And we all know that he almost certainly, definitely, probably did that. And, uh, you know, the Josh Sills thing looks really bad as well. I don't want those people around my organization. And uh, I would rather, and I, I'm sorry to say this, but I would I would rather err on the side of cutting a guy who turns out to be innocent rather than keeping a guy who's guilty.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, um, I mean, you don't want anyone to have to experience being innocent and then, and, and being, you know, going through, but, but, the world opens there, back,
0: A, If he's innocent, the world opens back up for him. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But like to be, it, because you're in this, you're in this. That's how I feel like you just got to, sorry that you're somehow <laughs> like, if it's not you, sorry that somehow your name got caught up in this shit
0: is how I sorry that the young lady went to the police immediately following the event in your truck. And uh, it is only now three years later, for whatever reason that the sheriffs are, push this forward and are prosecuting Senate to be prosecuted. So uh well, hope you get what you deserve, Josh. If if that is if that is the the light of innocence, so be it. But I will leave it at. I hope you get what you deserve. Boom. In any case, I have got dot com open in front of me. We're gonna talk about man, the Super Bowl featuring the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles. Before before that, this weekend we've got the Pro Bowl games. Do you have any interest at all in this? Uh,
1: none, none. Like to the <laughs> point where, like, I don't know what's going on with the Pro like.
0: I have no idea what they're trying to get done with the Pro Bowl. Are they going to do something? Well, they're playing a flag. Well, they're playing apparently three flag football games. If you want, if you want to place your bets, uh, I'll tell you what. Bovada has all of the options that you need, and Ooh. Like there is a crazy amount of prop bets based uh, from the uh, from the Pro Bowl I'm jotting stuff down mm-hmm. on the Pro Bowl the NFL Pro Bowl games the epic Pro Bowl there's there's going to be a bunch of dodgeball we've got three dodgeball games I hate the best catch I thought the best catch competition was incredibly stupid last year but that is there. Got uh you got the the longest drive, you've got all the, the events, the gridiron gauntlet, the kick tack toe move the chains, wow. flag football game one, flag football game two, flag football game three, all of those things. Like, I don't know how I don't know how I would go about thinking that I like the AFC in flag football game three over the NFC minus 120 at Bavada, but it's there if you want it. Uh, I do think it is interesting that while those odds are both minus 120 for each side, there is a clear favorite uh in the Dodgeball competition, Mario hmm. and I think it's I think this is interesting I, I want to see if you come to the same conclusion why I did uh, that I did as to why. There would be a favorite. So how I believe the dodgeball thing works, the NFC offense goes up against the NFC defense, the AFC offense goes up against the AFC defense, and the two winners play each other for the, the championship. Now, the NFC offense is minus 145 at Bovada, while the NFC defense is plus 105, suggesting a 50 point, the, uh, the offense is a 50-point favorite. Hmm. why do you think that is because tyler huntley's the
1: afc quarterback
0: uh, why do you, do you <laughs> look you never go against snoop huntley everyone knows that <laughs> but do you, what would your what would your guess be for why they the offense would be the favorites
1: um because it's flag football
0: no this is dodgeball this is the dodgeball.
1: oh dodgeball i don't even know how to keep score um Cause no one wants to get hit.
0: <laughs> okay, my thinking is that the offense has the quarterbacks.
1: Oh yeah, duh. They,
0: they throw the ball, so that's why they're the favorites. But I—that's only my guess. Like I have oh, no—we don't
1: idea. know for a fact what's going on.
0: I mean, I, I don't know why the, the offense is clearly favored over the defense, but that's just my guess, man. That's just my guess. Is I'm living. I'm just living my life, trying to figure shit out.
1: Defenses is that they're way more aggressive type of people.
0: I got nothing for you.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I the thing about it
0: is, Chris, is that yeah. we're talking about dodgeball, and that's the issue. That's the act. <laughs> Let's not be distracted from the issue here. Look, and everyone knows if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Now put the wrenches in, then. <laughs> no, I'll throw in, uh, the uh, the winner. The winner in this gets to take on the average Joe's from dodgeball.
1: Yes, bring out get Vin- um, get
0: Vinny Vaughn out here. Yeah, bring out good old Vincent alan tudyk (laughs) uh, christy taylor christy taylor christy brinkley christy taylor taylor uh who else was in that Uh, the gentleman died unfortunately the older gentleman uh who was also in men in black he's dead i think so probably right rip Torn. yeah yeah rip torn Uh rip torn died Okay. But the other gentlemen and who didn't think we'd be talking about Dodgeball, a true underdog story at this point. Uh, ben Stiller was, of course, White Goodman, the bad guy. Christy Christine Taylor, Vince Vaughn, Rip Torn, R.I.P. Justin Long. There's one I forgot. Uh, Joel David Moore, mm-hmm. Chris Williams, Alan Tudyk. Gary Cole was uh, the announcer with Jason Bateman. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, no, I think uh, I think we can make this work. i and this is this is only the first of a couple collaborations I'm going to talk about today, Mario. Because um, I came up with the greatest idea of my life.
1: You have so many. This is it's got to be
0: momentous. I came up with the greatest. Did, I? Don't know. <laughs> Here's the funny part. I don't know if I've told you it already. Have I shared <laughs> with you my way? To give the NFL skills competition their version of the dunk contest, this highlight event.
1: No, you haven't. Now, I am okay. figuratively sitting up in my seat.
0: For the record, this is a Chris Horvidell trademark. I put it out there first on your are wrong last night. I will reiterate it now. Mario, mm. what do people care about more than anything else? The, what do football players care about more than anything else? What is the what is the thing that drives them more than anything else? Money. And what is number two? <laughs> no, I agree. And you're you're yeah. you're on the same. We're good. Um, number two is championships,
1: stats, championship stats. I'll take stats. So stats yeah. is ego. Yes. Yes.
0: Okay. So what we're gonna do, and this is going, we're gonna, we're gonna call it the. The Underdog Podcasts slash EA Sports NFL's Fastest Man competition. I know we tried this last year with poor results when Tyree killed did and take it seriously and was, was beaten by Micah Parsons in the 40-yard dash. But here's why they're going to take it seriously this year. Thanks to our good friends at EA Sports. By the way, we haven't spoken to them about this, but I assume they're cool. With anything. They're going to be cool. Yeah. The winner, and this is going to be... Uh, I don't know I'm thinking maybe every team gets to submit their fastest man their 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 entry for fastest man and then there's going to be a series of heats. Yep. And and once we get to the finals the winner will get 1 million dollars courtesy of wow. EA Sports. Wow. But more importantly and this is the reason that the people will take it seriously, not the money. The winner each and every year of the NFL's fastest man competition, 40 yard dash underdog podcast slash EA sports, NFL's fastest man competition will for that year be the one and only 100 speed player in the next episode of Madden, the next season of Madden. (laughs) That's kind of cool.
1: I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think this generation of players will definitely care about, you
0: know, that, the NFL players care a stupid amount about their Madden rating. Yeah, to the point where it got Ocho Cinco a job. So yeah, 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 yeah. that is, that's going to be the defining thing. That is the if you win it, you are the only hundred speed player in Madden that next year.
1: That's kind of cool. I like
0: that. I feel like you're underselling the greatest idea of my life, and possibly of any more. I'm trying to steal it, so
1: I'm trying to under, make it underwhelming, and then I can...
0: recording this, so... Oh, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Plus, I'm going to tell you my name later, and then I have to kill you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Inside jokes on the podcast. <laughs> uh, Sorry, folks. Me. I don't know.
1: I, I like it though. I like it. I, so my thing is like, is it the ratings that make this million? First, are they giving money away all the time with these um, with these these games or they with This they won. There was
0: there was a prize. I don't know what the prize was. We're gonna make it a million dollars, thanks to our friends at EA Sports. Okay, okay. I'm trying to figure out where this million
1: is gonna come from.
0: Oh, EA Sports. They're going <laughs> they're gonna give it to them. We came up with the idea, so we get top billing on the title. Mm-hmm. They just provide the money and they put the the player, the hundred speed player, in the game. Yeah, no takebacks either. He's a hundred. No, no takebacks. Also, I would like to be a free agent in Madden. Just make me a free agent. That's all. Oh, that's yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. Just put me in there. Just throw me in. Throw me in. Cool. Hundred, hundred throw power. Ah. No, no big deal. I would say conservatively. I don't know, probably like 22 speed. Um, so the game say, would glitch up like if it had to Yeah, it it. just be like, I don't think he's moving. <laughs> is that true, Bledsoe? What is going on? Uh, no, I just, I, I don't know, man. I'm going to watch the Pro Bowl stuff, but I just, I I don't care about watching a flag football game. I think it's ridiculous that they're going to have a flag football game instead of a regular game, which shouldn't have happened either way. Because they don't, you know, because of injuries, like no, just do away with the game. Nobody cares about the game. Just do away with the game. Yeah, like it's an honor. You can't match All Star Weekend in basketball. Don't try. Well, you can with the Underdog Podcast, slash ea Sports, Fastest Man Competition.
1: No, I mean the actual game. Oh like, no, that's certainly yeah, true. Yeah, you can't. You can't match that energy. So just match oh. everything else around it, like you said, with uh, the uh, the Underdog you know, Podcast, slash EA Sports, Fastest Man Competition. Yeah. also 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 we've both taken a class on uh, propaganda so you'll probably be hearing that subconsciously for the rest of the show
0: good we should hear that for that we should hear that everywhere we go i want to go to the grocery store and people are like hey did you catch the underdog podcast in ea sports fastest man competition last night? <laughs> yeah. like, yes i did catch the underdog podcast in EA sports fastest man competition last night what did you want to talk about
1: this is this and then, is then
0: some like old lady walks up behind me like are you guys perhaps talking about the underdog sports slash EA, the underdog podcast slash ea sports fastest man competition and yeah. they're like get out of here lady we don't care about your opinion yeah that was it, rude and i don't support that i want to know what the woman had to say wow and this is why you you're successful anyways this <laughs> yes, is successful successful anyway could be the title of my autobiography <laughs> 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 excellent well done thank you but i don't know i i just i can't get into it i'll watch it it is what it is it's just the pro bowl is such a joke i sent you the text the other day like okay for anybody and i said this the other day it for anybody who was wise enough to go to bavada the futures prior to the season and wager that the AFC representatives at the quarterback position would be Trevor Lawrence, Derek Carr, and Tyler Huntley. I hope you you enjoy the gazillion dollars that you made on that prop bet because, man, what a sham this is. What a sham, you know? Like, forget, forget about the Tyler Huntley thing for a second. The Raiders literally sent Derek Carr home at the end of the year for the last two <laughs> games. And he's representing the AFC in the Pro Bowl. <gasps> oh my god! It was supposed Where to matter there? now Where because were we there? were getting rid of the game. It was supposed to matter. Yeah, the Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl would be an actual honor, rather than saying, "Oh yeah, yeah, that guy made the Pro Bowl because uh, he was the ninth alternated kicker, and none of the other kickers felt like going." <laughs> yeah. Dumb. Such a joke. And now we have Tyler Huntley who threw two touchdown passes to three interceptions for 668 yards in five games. What a blessing
1: it is to be a pro bowler. That's how you have to feel like, wow, what an honor. What a like, blessing! What do you think he thinks? You gotta be like, there's a, gotta be a moment of like, I gotta be real right now. I'm like, God, I can't believe they got me going to the
0: pro bowl. Dog. Like, this is a joke. Like yeah, we all know like, this is what? a joke and this will for the rest of time be looked at as a joke. It's the fewest touchdown passes ever, as you would imagine for a Pro Bowl representative at the quarterback position. uh, Five was the previous number. It was a Philadelphia Eagle in 1975, Mike Boyala, something along those lines. Yeah. And then prior to that, 10 was the number held by Ken O'Brien and would have been friend of the show, Vince Young. Would have been. <laughs> he's we, got still offered, we got offered Vince at one point, right? Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he liked it. He liked the idea. Okay. I wonder what he's up to.
1: Not
0: much. He could probably, maybe, he's starting in the Pro Bowl this weekend. <laughs> Ask coach. Yeah. Insane, man. Like, and you know, it's like Tyler Huntley is going to compete in the skills competition. Like, Ugh. I mean, he's
1: probably relatively skilled.
0: I, I mean, not comparatively relative to, to us. people around. Yeah, sure. I mean, he doesn't have my throw power, but. But, he, <laughs> but no, well like done, I don't, do. We I don't want to watch. Like, why am I watching Tyler Huntley compete in a skills competition? Can't believe we keep saying his name. That's the part. I know we should be talking about the underdog podcasts and EA Sports Fastest Man competition. <laughs>
1: we are talking about
0: the. The Underdog Podcast and the Sports Fastest Man Competition. As far as as far as we know, Tyler Huntley could have been invited to that if he was the if he was the uh, the I only remember what team he played for the Ravens representative from the uh for the for their, their entry. He could be in that if he wants to, but I, no, I don't can't. want to watch him throw a football. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. I, I watched this. I watched a YouTube video today. Um, give this guy credit for. It's a, I just like, do you ever, I never go to the actual like homepage for YouTube. I always mm-hmm. just go right to my subscriptions and this, this was on the homepage and it was, it was uh, recommended for me. It's a gentleman by the name of Nate Simon, Nick Simon. Sorry, I can't read. And like, I guess he was, he was an Olympic runner for a long time, mm-hmm. won some gold medals, blah, blah, blah. Now, he now retired. I don't know how old he is. He's, I would guess he's like 42. This is irrelevant for the story, so I will look it up. But he is—he's five—he's thirty-nine, uh, five ten, one pounds, accomplished, accomplished uh, runner, eight hundred meters, fifteen hundred meters, has a couple of medals, and he was—he was competing in NFL draft combine drills against Lorenzo Alexander. From a, used to be of the Bills, and I think he he lost every single one, which is crazy that an Olympic runner was still like getting beat in speed and agility drills by a guy who is six foot two, two hundred and seventy five pounds. Like we far too often don't give professional athletes credit for just how fucking athletic they are.
1: Yeah, like it's I say this to people a lot. Like I try and it's not it's it's to frame things. Like I tell them like you have to under when when people talk bad about, about athletes and I'm allowed to and everyone's allowed to whatever, but it's like you have to understand that me right now in this room is probably one of the most athletic people you'll ever be around. And like I did not like I didn't stay, stick. Like you have to yeah. understand like I Mario would impress you with my athleticism beyond belief and i did not stick so like you have to understand how athletic athletes are like no they're not you know because the olympic is the world stage but like you just got to remember you just got to remember somehow that these guys are
0: super supreme yeah like dude was dude is a an olympic runner in the 800 meters and he lost in the 40-yard dash to Lorenzo Alexander, lost in the 20-yard, the shuttle to Lorenzo Alexander, lost in the three-cone drill to Lorenzo Alexander, lost in the vertical jump to a guy who is five inches taller and probably 100 pounds heavier than him.
1: Yeah, just not, one, just not, like, cutting it,
0: first of all. Like, when we get to the nitty-gritty, you're just not cutting it, but... but did uh, finally beat him in the 100 meters when they, they did a 100-meter race. Probably tired or something. Oh, 100% tired. I mean, well, one of them's a distance runner and the other one is an NFL linebacker. It's a different skill set. Just a tad. Like, you know how that is. Like, you can, you can go work out every single day. Like, back when I was, I was playing semi-serious basketball, like, you could, you could go to the gym every day. It is a whole different ball game in terms of how tired you get when you're playing in an actual game. Yeah, I actually hate the difference like it's crazy tumbling, and honestly it's what's stopping me right now from playing <laughs> i will not re-engage is that like, what you're saying i don't want to go back through that like i don't want to i don't want to deal with like the knicks and shit that i would you, you get when you're 20 playing any sport like i don't want to be like oh yeah i think i might have broke my knuckle like that's a debilitating injury for me at this point no that's a big deal you do so much with your knuckles as a person
1: yeah, <laughs> how would I punch people? Yeah, how would I continue my uh, incessant and irrational violence if my knuckles are broken?
0: Yeah, but just that stupid stuff, like or any, like to this day, and anytime I'm around anybody who's played basketball or really any athlete, they they share the same sentiment. It's like when I'm watching a basketball game and I see a guy turn his ankle, I feel that. Yes, like yeah, I fact. know what that's like. I. I feel for that poor gentleman. Like, cause, cause you're in that moment where <laughs> ankle injuries are the funniest thing in the world. Right. <laughs> cause when it happens, it feels like you will never walk again. Oh my gosh. It does. Win. It's like, this is and, my life now. And it can go one of two ways, right? Three minutes later, you can be totally fine or you could have broken your ankle. And the sensation at the beginning is exactly the same. <laughs> you're terrified. Like it's you just over. don't. Oh yeah, and or when you feel it, when you have a real bad ankle turn, and like you feel, ankle like something touching the ground that shouldn't be touching the ground. Oh my god. Oh god, I don't. I can't. I can't go back and play basketball. I can't do this. I'm terrified, Mario. No, you, you. You're gonna have to face that fear, but I also no, I'm am one of not the gonna... greatest athletes in the world. People don't know that. People don't know that this guy is sitting right here. Probably the greatest athletes we're ever gonna come across. It's time to unleash it. But yes. you have to get back out there. No, yeah. I'm just gonna talk about it. And eh. make things make things up mostly. Eh, it's seems
1: seems to be uh seems to be a path
0: these days. Yes, yeah, a very successful path, by the way. Very successful path, just blatantly make shit up.
1: <laughs>
0: but yeah, no, the point of that is oh, like dear, N- NFL athletes are incredible. Like just So ridiculous that like Lorenzo Alexander has been retired for a while and wasn't even running fast. Like the 40 yard dashes. I think he ran like he ran a 4.98 or something like that. Jeez. And still won against an Olympic long runner. It's crazy. It is crazy. And and I, I love the people who are like, who are like, oh, yeah, no, I, I, I could run a four or five. Like, no, you can't. No,
1: you can't. Like, four,
0: anything. <laughs> I, I could run a four like, six. No, four you can is nope.
1: fast. To, like, it's incredibly fast to you. Like, you have to stop. Oh, it's so four much six faster is, than Four six is fast, like, you wouldn't believe. Yes, it's a fast person. A four six is a fast person. It's a slow football player, but not yes. really.
0: Yeah, no, no. no. I, I And I love, like, we, we all have those friends. They're, we're talking about talking about somebody some forty yard dash and you're like oh yeah in high school I ran a four four no you did I say all the time
1: a high yeah the high school when when the your your coach or your gym teacher presses it way late and stops it way yeah. late sure and you ran a thirty two yard dash
0: exactly
1: and also it was met walked out <laughs> you walked <Yeah>. out the, <laughs> you walked out the forty
0: yard measurement yeah sure yeah no it's so like I I just I could I could never stand those people I can't stand them to this day. Like, just shut up. All right, if you want to do that, let, let's go, to, let's go, get it, let's go do, do it right. And if if you can't run as fast as you said, I'll give you $1,000 if you can. And if you, if you can't, I want $150. Right, right.
1: Like, seriously. Seriously, because I come out a winner on this silly bet. <laughs> I'm
0: going to win 99.9% of the time. Absolutely. Even if this like person me. is relatively fast, they're not ready to run a 40. It's incredible. Well, that, that's the other thing, the amount of actual training that goes into <laughs> it. You, people don't realize how much preparation there is for this stuff, how you have to know exactly like, okay, this is my first step. This is my second step. This is where I need to be leaning. This is where my balance needs to be at the start. Like, there are so many tiny little nuances, as as you certainly know, that go into any sort of drill like that. Yeah, it's 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 so you
1: can fail at it. You can fail at the execution of it,
0: regardless if you're fast or not. Like load your hip only a quarter squat, only quarter squat. Don't go further than that because then you're gonna have too much weight. Too many too much of your weight's gonna be low. You got to keep this moving. Like, yeah, people are like, oh, I'm just gonna show up and run. Oh my gosh, shut up. Yeah, be uh, quiet. Just, just, you know. and still, this is better than talking about the Pro Bowl. Tyler Huntley in the Pro Bowl, ridiculous. Let's talk about. Well, I guess we should talk about the biggest news of the day. Probably should have talked about it before I went on a tangent about (laughs) idiots (laughs) and high school hubris. Yeah. But when I looked at prop bets yesterday at Bavada, I will tell you that the prop bet for who would be the San Francisco 49ers starting quarterback, the favorite was Tom Brady. Today, that's different. Today, the prop bet at Bavada relating to Tom Brady is... Will Tom Brady really retire this time? Woke up to the news that Brady was, once again, as he did February 1st last year, it's becoming a nice tradition, retiring from the game of uh, football. Do you believe we will see Tom Brady play professional football again? Uh, I'm going to go
1: with Giselle's response here and simply say. I don't know what this is. (laughs) She said, good luck in this next chapter of your life i she read is, that as she is done with that guy <laughs> exactly i read that as whatever tom you're gonna change your mind in a week like just enjoy yourself like just don't bother me with this and that's kind of how i feel i'm not as annoyed as an ex-wife could be
0: possibly sure that makes sense you're really not as invested <laughs> slightly slightly less investment but when she was I, basically like it's me it's me or football me and the kids are football tom and he's like eh, pick football
1: you're like, what he might have, he might have even like chuckled. Like, yeah. why, why even ask? <laughs> Funny, so yeah, He's like, um, so where are
0: you gonna live? Yeah,
1: <laughs> to the breadwinner in the house. <laughs> to the, oh man, that's actually understated. Among it for a whole year, that's been understated, but uh, I actually think, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna not pay it too much mind, especially because you pointed out it's the second year in a row, 2-1 announcement. I'm good on that. I don't want him to retire because I don't. I'm not ready for that. As far as like the NFL without him, but also can live with it. So,
0: yeah, no, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to move on from the the Tom Brady era of the National Football League. It's I mean he's 45. He's had a good run, 23 years in the NFL. It's solid. Can't really complain about anything. It's just now. I'll tell you, the person I feel really bad for is Greg Olson. Greg Olson's going to get bumped Mm. down to the number two spot on the Fox broadcasts. And Greg Olson has been a goddamn revelation as a broadcaster this year. He has been spectacular. So good at it. Yeah. Like just incredibly natural explains what's going on, but in a way where like, he's not making it about him knows what he's talking about. Just really, really good. Now Thomas is going to walk in, take his place, and make thirty seven point five million dollars a year for the next ten years.
1: Imagine how good Tom Brady's
0: about to be at this, though. (laughs) It's going to be way worse if he's way better if he's just terrible. I I can't even imagine what 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 could terrible be from Tom Brady, the 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 commentator, like he doesn't know the he doesn't know the names of the defensive positions. (laughs) That guy. That guy, uh, Outside guy jumped too far. Outside (laughs) guy jumped too far. Fat guy inside could not get past offensive guy. You know what I think?
1: (laughs) If he just can't keep his mouth, like can't keep a clean mouth, like like, this is the guy you hire, like, oh, I I used to hate that shit. Like that's all he would say. Or (laughs) –
0: Oh yeah, it's uh it is it's Vic Mackey at the end of the shield where he's just admitting yes. to all of the crimes that he did. Exactly. And he's got the de- he's got, he, but he's got already got the deal. He's already got Exactly. Yeah, like Tom doesn't know anything about football. <laughs> <laughs> and all he, all he wants to do is talk about minor league baseball. <laughs> Yeah, I really like the Toledo Mudhens this year. That's an incredibly good shortstop. That guy's arm is insane. Oh, yeah, outside guy jump, no good again. Yeah, Touched. yeah, yeah. It's, it's, point it's score, point down. score. Yeah. Red team, point score, red it. team.
1: I need that to be it.
0: Yeah, no, it's oh, going to be interesting. There's a lot of question about whether or not they're going to try and shoehorn him into the the Super Bowl pregame show or something like that, but we'll see. Well, if we'll they do see. that and he unretires, I think he'd be the best person alive. He announces it during the Super Bowl. Presentation. <laughs> he's like, "Hey guys, I know that I screwed a lot of people over here, and I bumped Greg Olsen down. He's he's actually already sold his house and moved to accommodate his situation. <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna go play with the Raiders next year. I think. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> I was I've been texting him the whole broadcast. Yeah, he's just like, peace out, and he walks off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> but but it gives a solid see you next year. Yeah! <laughs> we'll try this again next year, guys. And then then he announces that this is also called, this this whole program has been called The Decision 2.0. Yeah, like, I've been talking to my guy, LeBron. Yeah, he said it went really well for him. <laughs> no backlash whatsoever.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is the Tom Brady I need to see
0: out of pads. I don't know, man. I just... I, how did I uh it's when the people who are uniquely good at a sport aren't necessarily the people who are uniquely good at explaining a sport
1: I could yeah because there's this thing and I, I hopefully it's on the downtrend because I kind of hate it but there's this there was a, a quick like little moment where people were trying to expose that Troy Aikman wasn't that elite of a quarterback oh that's um, dumb yeah it's like so that weird was,
0: that was the era that was exactly,
1: it's a different time. Like, don't try to prop numbers up. Like, that's really stupid.
0: No, you can't compare errors at all. Like, look at, look at Marino. None of those guys, like, we we talked about it on the show. Like, I think Marino had a 62% completion percentage year, and that was, like, the best one between, like, him and Phil Kelly and all of those guys. Yeah. Like, those was, legendary quarterbacks, John Elway. Exactly, exactly. Different game.
1: Let's not do it. But I say that to say, like, Troichman, with that said, is just really good at it. You know, yeah, so he wasn't sure. the the best. You know, he he was he was top. He wasn't the best, and I think that I mean, but no, Steve Young's really good at what he does. His version of of it, eh. and Peyton's incredible. Peyton's incredible, but like it was almost like you had to be like Peyton was already that while he was playing.
0: Like we, I think we all knew Peyton was kind of like a weird unicorn when we was speaking of. Uh, coincidentally, when we saw him on Saturday Night Live ah the one show that for some
1: reason I keep watching.
0: Yeah, like when he had that he had that episode. He was on the show and he was just like, there was that skit where he was just like cursing at and pegging the kids, and it was just like insanely funny.
1: Yeah, I'm like, oh, you really can do everything, Tom. Yeah, it's like this isn't uh, fair.
0: This this is just not fair. Yeah, this is. I mean, I guess you (laughs) look like you do. So there's that.
1: I mean, and now his broadcast is way more entertaining than Monday Night Football. Isn't that crazy?
0: Oh, it's not even close. It's it's so much better. It is not even close to how much better it is. Yeah. And he, he like he is so personable and likable. He makes Eli likable. He makes Eli likable. Like he's transformed Eli's
1: complete uh public image and acceptance.
0: <sighs> yeah, no, he's super talented. Uh I was looking at the prop bets a little bit and I tell you what there's one that i like uh the one i like a lot decent margins here and by the way anybody who listened to me on guaranteed way to make money a couple weeks ago with the futures would have made money it would be the aren't chiefs, they
1: listening to you bro eagles
0: and the chiefs anybody would have made money hundred dollar bet would have now won at you would have been guaranteed at least eight hundred dollars if you listened to old christopher here but <laughs> Here's the one I like this week. Patrick Mahomes, 300-plus passing yards. Patrick Mahomes, three-plus touchdowns at plus 460 at Bavada.
1: I don't know, man. He got to be healthy. Like he, re- I mean, he can do it. I don't know if this is a shootout or not. I don't I know. I think
0: this is a shootout.
1: Damn. I haven't. I really haven't sat with it yet. Like I've been giving my brain a rest on this one because this is a very good game.
0: Oh, it's going to be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Bavada opened up uh, Eagles minus one and a half, which was
1: ooh. How'd that make you feel? Did you shiver, shudder?
0: No, because I just don't believe anything. I, you know, I I've said it before. Like I still think there's a decent chance we're gonna lose to the Giants two weeks ago.
1: Still, almost, still, probably. I
0: think think it can still happen.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So like, I don't know. Stay in
1: that track, man. You're doing good by your squad. Stay, stay
0: in that space. Did you see? uh, Travis Kelsey was asked about the. Putting a Chiefs jersey on Rocky because there's this Rocky, the Rocky curse for opposing teams to come in and put uh, their their jersey on the Rocky statue and they basically 100% losing. And Kelsey was like, he was like, You better not fucking do it and you better not, if you do it, better not be a number eighty seven jersey.
1: Yeah, do not put this on me. Yeah, I don't even get like, don't do stuff like that. One is weird and whack. It's not it's not part of it. We're not this is not a high school rivalry, and it's not a high school rivalry in nineteen seventy eight.
0: You yeah. know and also the game's not in Philadelphia.
1: So and, it's weird. And to make travel to all the way there. Yeah.
0: It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Travel there to ensure that your team loses.
1: That's what money well spent and
0: time both of those things are true. Before we get out of here, let's talk about the coaching hires. Oh, that's some news. Uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles, they get they get lucky. It looks like both of their coordinators will be returning. Jonathan Gannon, one of the favorites for the Houston Texans job, which goes to D'Amico Ryans.
1: Mm.
0: How'd you like that fit?
1: I just, I wanted D'Amico to stay one more time, uh, mainly because that looked like the only position he get hired for and i just think that it's like a quick it's quicksand even though quicksand can't kill you
0: six Uh, six year multi-million dollar quicksand deal though
1: i mean yeah to be set back as a if you really want to be a head coach to be set back a few years sure
0: i think i I fully get where you're coming from i genuinely think he's the possible one exception i I want to think that bro i really do D'Amico is he is a leader of men. He is somebody people rally behind. He is and I, I've said it a bunch. I think he can be for the Texans what Robert Sala was for the Jets. And I mm, I mm, I don't know mm. that like that kind of jump is crazy. I'm mm. just I've been on D'Amico, like I've been I've been on that bandwagon for a long time. Mm. He deserves the hell out of this. And I you know, I assume he's gonna take a bunch of the San Francisco coaching staff with him.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know what? That just sobered me. That just grounded me. That grounded me because I would I would have thought the same thing about um Salah when he was on the Jets. And then I'm like, "No, this is going to work." And I can think the same. I can think it's just, "Man, I feel like I don't know why. Maybe it's recency bias or something or just how loud um the the effort was to not win for Houston whereas it looked like yeah. the Jets there's like incompetence and not intentional. It just looks like it was intentional with Houston. So maybe that's where I'm at. But I think you're right. I think D'Amico can be an exception here.
0: They've got pieces. It's just gonna be a matter of, you know, do they are the right decisions made? And then you have the big announcement. The New Orleans Saints trade the contract of Sean Payton. To the Denver Broncos for a first-round pick, a second-round pick, and uh, I believe they an, a third-round pick goes the other way. Mm. How'd you feel about Sean Payton going to the Denver Broncos?
1: I think it's fun. I think I'm excited to see Sean Payton's. I don't think is a coach that like fails. Is that, you know what I mean? Like I don't think and that's he fails. the
0: only reason this makes sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like you got a guy that's not going to fail. Now, I don't know what the ceiling is. I really don't. But you've 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 got a pretty sturdy floor there.
0: Yeah, I think this is the move the Broncos had to make. People are like, "Oh, why are they trading another first-round pick?" It's because you've already traded all those picks. Like you you've invested so heavily in Russell Wilson, you need to if you're spending a first round pick right now to put Russell Wilson in a much better position to succeed, you're not going to care about it a year from now. Exactly. And it's not
1: a uh, game breaker that's going to do it <laughs> anyways. So no. you, you need you need someone that's managing him, that sees his skill set where it currently is, uh, can say the hard thing to him and uh, have get have respect uh, amongst the whole locker room. And you've got a guy who's dealt with um, an elite quarterback and the image of an elite quarterback so whatever is happening inside denver because I, I didn't think about this until just now chris is that part of all that information that was leaking out of denver is, as far as like the relationships that russell wilson had and what was going mm-hmm. on and part of that is like the coaches letting it slip in the culture not like shutting that shit down like yeah. champagne is not gonna let The the talk about his bounty
0: gate scandal secret,
1: you know what I mean? Like, he's gonna make sure that it's good in his locker room, you it's not gonna be like a mutiny or notion. So, I I think that's one probably a one of the bigger yet silent like benefits of this hire, potential hire.
0: I Uh, think a lot of people are going to be talking about oh, perhaps we were wrong about Russell Wilson, uh, come couple uh come i guess 12 months from now
1: i think the caveat is already there though right it's it's fair to say like it's fair to say that he needed i think people have no problem saying like oh you needed you needed uh, one of the better coaches of this era uh to to make sure you didn't stink up the joint any further
0: so this is the sixth time i believe since 1999 or 1997 that a head coach has been traded do you know who those other head coaches were that were traded
1: dog i should know one it, because
0: it last happened in 2006 i'll tell you that yeah, yeah that was, yeah, that was yeah, the yeah. most recent was that john gruden john gruden was the one before that you are john that's a correct answer though
1: yeah that i think that then i don't know the 2006
0: one because john gruden john... was traded from the raiders to the bucks the Raiders to the Bucks, yeah. and then went back to the Raiders for a lot of money. 2006 <laughs> was Herm Edwards
1: from uh, Jets
0: to Chiefs. Yeah, correct. Wow, I did. I, I don't know how that slipped me.
1: Of uh, how he got I'm, there. I'm
0: looking. I I had these up the other day, and I'm looking for them. I believe the one before that. Okay, history of NFL head coaching trades. The one before that. Yeah. Okay, so. I, i I apparently missed one the list that i was looking at missed one the other day uh bruce arians in 2019 traded from the cardinals to the box
1: i didn't know that was a trade
0: either her herm from the jets to the chiefs john gruden from the raiders to the box in 2000 (laughs) this head coach was traded from the jets to the patriots mario
1: oh wow yes because he he kind of like made everyone upset I didn't care at the time because and
0: his name is of course yes Bill Belichick wow (laughs) he was a Jets coach for a day right a first round pick a fourth round pick a seventh round pick in 1999 this coach was traded for a second round pick from the Packers to the Seahawks Oh, yes! This was a big deal, too. Holmgren. Oh, my gosh. was Mike Holmgren. You're doing fantastically well, by the way. And in 1997, this is another one you should get. This coach was traded for a first-round pick, second-round pick, third-round pick, fourth-round pick, and $300,000 from the Patriots to the Jets. Oh, my man, Billy Parcells.
1: (laughs) Is correct. Oh, man. What a time. We... We we have a right to say, like, the league was different and probably better. Those were some names and times we're talking
0: about. Gruden got traded for two first-round picks, two second-round picks, and $8 million. He delivered, though. and He delivered, delivered with the previous coaches. All yes, his he did. <laughs> Won a Super Bowl, so you got credit for that, and then yeah. it went to shit.
1: It went to complete shit, and it was because he over-empowered some of his stars. I'll never forget that. And he's um,
0: an asshole of a human being. Oh, that part, that part, that part, that part, that part.
1: It's always going to fizzle out uh, sooner than you expect.
0: By the way, credit to the San Francisco 49ers who are just swimming in second round and uh, third round picks because of the minority hire rule. They've, <laughs> now, had, they've now had two GMs poached and two head, two head coaches and somebody else. They have, they've gotten five or six third round picks for for this with the now, Michael ryan's being the most recent
1: i'm not saying i'm not saying this with any negativity whatsoever for anybody that's listening please don't flip this but that's a business strategy man i'm oh, sure so there's a great one yes i'm sure there's they're, they're like find the best black or minority coach we'll hire him but like find him and then if he gets gone we're good like that's how we
0: take care of both ends i think that's brilliant and cool and front office personnel too I mean, of, you they, know what i mean you lose a GM again this year. You lose a head coach again this year. You lost M- Mike McDaniel last year. Yeah, that's fire, though. I think I think that's cool. I hate that it exists, though. I hate that it has to exist. The incentivization. I mean, yeah, until. I'm until glad not. it's creating opportunities, but I hate that it has to exist. No, that's real. It's, that's it's real. It's fucking stupid. And it's even dumber in basketball, too, by the way. Yeah. where. Ninety-eight percent of the league it. is is black, and there's like three black head coaches.
1: Yeah, and it's weird, just because like I don't even care. <laughs> I don't know, maybe because it's not my the sport that that fed me, but I don't like I don't look at it. It's the same for some reason.
0: Well, as a white person, you know, I, uh, oh, is it glaring for you? It's it's. I mean, well, look, I've I've never played for a black head coach.
1: I'm saying I like play- there's a thing, and I don't know it's what weird. it is. I mean. The AAU circuits nuts. That's all I'll say.
0: Well, the AAU circuit is, is nuts and <laughs> ruining basketball.
1: I'm like, that's where the black coaches stay.
0: <laughs> well, there's money. There, that's what I'm there's, saying. There's, like, there's it's there's its own money and, and amounts of power that the regular, like the outside observer, can't even imagine.
1: Exactly. That's why I'm like, black coaches probably found their little way in there. Yeah. You know.
0: Maybe so, but I still think they would probably like opportunities <laughs> to coach in the NBA <laughs> as well. Probably so. But hey, Larry Brown needs a seventy fifth opportunity. He's a, he's a spring chicken at seventy seven years old. Larry Brown's brilliant. I can't believe, yeah. Larry Brown is brilliant, but this doesn't change the fact that it's like, well, I, he's all right. I know he's only an assistant coach, but in, and it's he's in college. But who cares? Just like, yeah, I get you. No, I'm. It's well, I agree. When you turn a certain age, yeah,
1: it's, like time, you...
0: it's very unlikely that Larry Brown can relate to an incoming high school, uh, incoming college freshman. Yeah, yeah. The game may not have passed you. But the players have. Oh, it has. There's a three-point line now. He's like, what? <laughs> He's like, my, my math isn't adding up. <laughs> somebody drew on the court. Somebody, somebody drew on the court. I don't know. Larry Brown's a Hall of Famer. I'm not going to insult Larry yeah, Brown. But yeah, yeah, we can't do that. Anyway, very very all over the place show, but it was fun. Uh, just This is always a weird week because we know what the Super Bowl is going to be, but we don't get to watch it for another like 12 days. Yeah. So it's strange. It's always kind of a filler week, but we had some good stuff to talk about. That's going to be it for this week's episode of the Underdog NFL Show. For Mario Hines, I'm Chris Wardell. Thank you for listening. We'll see you back here next week to preview the Super Bowl. See you then.